Blog Talk Radio. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Hey, happy Friday, everybody. Let's chat is back. Hey, you see? Hey, Lisa girl, how you doing? You know, it's it's been a minute since we've been on the air, but as soon as I hear our jingle, man, it's on. I'm over here just pop, pop, popping. <laughs> I know. And you know what I did was uh, my brother made us. He made us the original one, and then I asked for another one, and then he made us another one, and I just put them together mm-hmm. to make one. Right. Like a remix. It, I, I attempted mm-hmm. to do the remix. It ain't, you know, but I, I like it. <laughs> it's supposed to get me in that zone. <laughs> yes, he did a great job. Shout out to Boss One. We appreciate you. We appreciate you here on Let's Chat. Welcome, everybody. We got a fabulous show today. We're talking that talk about push or pull to the top. We got three fabulous guests, author and publisher Sharif Jadon, author Shamika Gaston, and author Anita um, Hobson. Those are our guests for today. I'm super, mm-hmm. super, duper excited. So am I. A lot's been going on since we've been last on the air, so we so appreciate you guys for tuning in and hanging in there with us. Like I said, uh, like Lisa said, you're listening to Let's Chat. It is Friday evening. It's been a long week, Lisa. It has been a long week, but don't think we've been idle in our absent time. Lisa and I, we are always busy. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we've been working. We've been working. And um, I was Telling this to someone earlier today because they was like, slow down. I was like, Shoot, my mind is moving faster than my fingers and my feet. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> well, we have some exciting things that have lined up for our, our guests. You know, uh, 2017 is almost here. And like Lisa said, she is constantly moving. She has things set in place, set in motion, and we're going to have some great drops schedule for you guys, so make sure you tune in and follow us on our pages and the things that we post and get ready for some great reads in the new year. Absolutely. 
And speaking of great reads, or if you're looking for something good to read, make sure you pick up that College Life series by J.B. Zample. Uh, also, Shamika Gaston, who is um, on tonight, this, this is actually her release week. She released Mafia Mama. Mm-hmm. And it is available now. Make sure you go out and get your one click on this young lady. I'm just saying. I met her at mm-hmm. the Atlanta Kickback. And mm-hmm. um, her publisher is Sharice Shadon. And just her energy, just her whole, just she is so sweet. Let me tell y'all. But her pen, I don't know. I was like, what happened? Why she was sweet? And then now she's just like getting it. <laughs> <laughs> But, but awesome. that book is coming soon to paperback. Yes, that book is coming soon, soon to paperback. So make sure you guys keep your cyber eyes peeled. And we want to appreciate and show love to author Peter Mack. He is our sponsor um, for this show. We appreciate him. He's always supporting us and looking out for us. Make sure y'all go out there and get that affiliate episode two, Death of a Snitch. Um, episode three, I believe, is available on paperback. Um, mm-hmm. So make sure you go out and get that, as well as that church life. And that's author mm-hmm. Teresa B. Howe. She mm-hmm. is awesome. I'm talking suspense. It's got some things going on, drama. If you want it, it's, it's right there in that church life. So make sure you go ahead on and pick that up. Yes, and all you Sharif Jadam fans, we have him on today, but he wrote the Tice series, and that is one of my favorite series. I've actually read every Tice book spinoff. So if you have not checked out the Tice series, um, book one is on sale on Amazon right now, so make sure you run over there and get your one click on and get that experience. His pen is an experience all in itself. Um, I love mm-hmm. the character Tice. I love the character Angelique. I don't like Dallas so much, but she's all right, too. She just brings a whole different element to the book. Um, he has. Mm-hmm. I love the way he, like, segues in different parts of life. Like, he, Tice is a hustler here, but that shows different sides of him and different aspects that that's just going on um, in his world. And it's awesome the way he just kind of, throws them together and mixes them up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Lee, that's the beauty of a great author's pen. He can give you those characters that you love, and in the same breath, in the same book, in the same scene, you have a character like Dallas that you love to hate. And she even can be so much hated that she has her own spinoff. So that is the testament of a great author's pen. You gotta have a good. You gotta have some good characters that you hate because that just keeps you coming Absolutely. back as well as the ones that you love. And I'm just gonna back up a minute to Peter Mac, our great sponsor. You know, I I love to edit. I'm in the middle of editing a book for you, and sometimes trains are so crowded I can't put my stuff out. I made the mistake, least of pulling out my Kindle and starting affiliated too. I told Peter, why did I do that? I was supposed to be edited, and, and, and you got me hooked on part two of Affiliated once again. <laughs> so make sure you go out and pick up that series. He got that Brock James. You just love to hate, and uh, he starts off a different way, at least with the different scenes. So 
it took me a minute, but you could have read it as an individual. You know those standalones can be powerful, too, that goes Absolutely. off of part one. But he brings it all together. So, I, Peter, I'm going to have to put this aside because I'm on a deadline. But, you know, those Peter Mac books can draw you in, girl, draw you in. <laughs> No, that's right, and I think that's why we do what we do. Um, I love it when I can feel an author's passion uh, mm-hmm. in their pen. When they come on the show, we get to experience their passion for why they do what they do, um, what what drives and fuels them to do what mm-hmm. they do. And when you read their book and you get to experience it just in their writing, that's even better. Um, next year, you know, T, you talked about 2017. I have so many things going on in 2017. Um, I started a nonprofit uh, called Divas Inc. Um, that's mm-hmm. going to be doing some things in, in uh, 2017. But I'm also putting on a Divas Luncheon in Literature Eat and Greet. And that's going to be March 4th in Atlanta, Georgia. And it'll be at mm-hmm. the Atlanta Airport Marriott Gateway, which is um, right near the airport. It's from 1 to 5. Right now I'm running the early bird special, $59. We have mm-hmm. fabulous, fabulous authors um, that have just just kind of just came in and was like, yes, I'm there. I didn't have to ask more than once. They were there um, willing and able um, so I want to shout them out because I appreciate them all. Author and publisher Blake Carrington, author and publisher Tamika Newhouse. We have host, actor, and model Travis Cure. I say he is the um, model that everybody loves. <laughs> He's everybody <laughs> MCM on Mondays. We have our keynote speaker, author and publisher Felicia Hamilton. We also have Brown Girls Publishing in the house. Rashonda Tate Billingsley and Victoria Christopher Murray will be there. Sharif Jadad, author and publisher, he will be there. Um, Rihanna Mallory, she will be there. Terry Branch will be there. Justin Q. Young, happy birthday, Dimples, he will be there. Sharon (laughs) Bennett, she is the uh, co-author of Foot Fetish, um, Shoe Fetish, Shoe Fetish. Mm-hmm. She will be there, and author D.E. Adams, which is a Reese World Publishing author, she will be there with her uh, debut um, book. And I just want to thank them. I really, really appreciate them for just kind of being able to just help and with their resources, their time, um, and come and just kick off my first event. This is my first event I'm putting on. Um, So I'm really excited about that. Also, if you are trying to sharpen your pen, you know, a lot of times the best part um, about writing is being able to take your pen to the next level, sharpening your craft so that it's always better. One book has to be better than the next book. The next book has to be better than the next book. And the way you do mm-hmm. that is by really educating yourself and, and practicing and learning. So I'm sponsoring a Writer's Pro Workshop. Now, the Writer's Pro Workshop is actually what Rashonda Tate Billingsley and Victoria Christopher Murray, that's their workshop that they put on. And it's normally a four-week course that they're going to do in five hours. And that will be Sunday, March 5th, um, 2017, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., and that will be in Atlanta, Georgia, 
as a Marriott as well. So if you are interested, those classes still fast. Make sure you go out and secure your um, I'm going to do a holiday early bird for that, only because I know it feels fast. Um, so mm-hmm. the holiday early bird will be $79, um, and I think I will do that until January 1st, and then it will go up to the $99 a person. But this is an awesome course. Um, T and I took the editing course. And it was awesome. We had the best time. I love the way Victoria teaches. And she teaches it so you understand it. You're not lost. It's not something that you're not sure about. She makes sure you're sure. And if you need to um, inbox her or you need to email her, she's like, that's this is what it is. And you can ask her anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's very, very awesome, an awesome, awesome tool to be able to um, tap into in this industry. And so they're offering the class. Their pins together are awesome. Make sure you secure your seat. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And, you know, she is we, she is such a blessing because she doesn't mind sharing her knowledge and all the things that she has gained through the years that she's been in this industry, and she is just a plethora, plethora of information, good information. And like Risha said, she no question is left on the table. You can ask her anything, and if she doesn't know the answer, she will find it out and get right back to you. So make sure you guys follow Alicia, follow myself, as well as anyone else that's posting for that event. That's a great event, Lacey. you got some powerful, powerful things coming up with those that weekend. I'm really, really excited. Um, and, you know, you think in this industry you have to know what you know because you know it, not because someone told you, not because you have to be sure of what you know at all times, mm-hmm. especially when you're writing. And so you should always right. take classes to sharpen your pen. You should always have resource books next to you, the SARS, um, an editing book, a mm-hmm. a, um, uh, a a literature, just just a book on writing itself Mm -hmm. um, and just always have that next to you because you will have questions and Google is your friend. Honestly, Mm -hmm. Google is your friend. You have questions, something you're not sure about how you're using something, the rules in which something should be used or not, Google it and and, and get an understanding on what it is. I think that when you are writing your manuscript, when you go to turn that manuscript in, it should be polished. It should be Mm -hmm. so polished that it really shines just by itself mm-hmm. without the editor even touching it. And I think it's unfortunate, and don't send me no emails, is my personal opinion, that authors expect it's the editors to a novel, and that's not part of their job description. That is not mm-hmm. what they're there for. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, now we were just speaking on that. Sometimes an editor has to turn that book around and say, no, it's just not worth the, the time and effort to try to fix it because by the time it gets to your desk, you shouldn't have to be trying to figure out what the author is saying or what, what she's trying, he or she is trying to portray. You should be able to follow that from the mm-hmm. first word to the end word and just do your thing to just sharpen it up to make it shine even even more. So make sure your work is polished. And it's the best that you can possibly hand over to your editor. And that just makes the process that much smoother, Alicia. It really does. I really agree with that. Um, I think that if 
first of all, if you are tired when you're writing it, if you're frustrated when you're writing it, if you're not sure when you're writing it, if you're confused when you're writing it, if you get turned around, whatever the case may be, it comes out in your pen. The reader can Mm -hmm. see that. So if your editor or your proofreader or your beta reader is reading that book and they are lost in the first 20 pages, see, they're going to continue because they have to, but a reader does not have to. They will put that down real, real quick and pick it up later down the line, but a book is hard to read, even as a reader. Like, if you haven't Mm -hmm. gotten me by page 20, that's it. I'm not going to pick the book back up. I might read the end of the book to see if it's worth me pushing through, Um, but if the ending isn't even interesting, I'm not going to pick it up. We were talking about those Harlequin romance stories, and (laughs) you made the comment, like, by the time you got to do the end of those books, it's like, okay, so what was really the purpose of the book? You you didn't even get the the excitement out of the book. Mm-hmm. That's true. At least, you know, I'm just going to touch on something really quick before we get into it. You said something about a reader doesn't have to read the whole book, but a reader is your source of gaining new readers because that word of mouth that we always That's speak right. of on this show is a powerful tool. And if a reader goes to her friend and says, you know, I was reading this book by Arthur ABC, but I just couldn't get into it. Would you rather have that? Mm-hmm. Or say, girl, you got to pick up this book by Arthur ABC and That's just right. spread the word. You know, you want to get that word out there. That word of mouth is the most powerful tool an author can have. And when mm-hmm. a reader is excited about a book, they're going to share. And when they're not excited, they're going to share that as well. So you got to be on the positive side of that sharing, if at all possible. Absolutely. You know how they say, like, in customer service, if you lose one customer, you're losing 100 customers. It's the mm-hmm. same thing with, with readers. Um, you have some authors that don't promote at all. And promotion is what I do. But they don't put links in every group. They don't They don't put links all over. The, they don't do that. What do they do? They interact with their page. Whoever's on their page, they interact with those readers on a daily basis, and Mm -hmm. those readers become vehicles like a taxi. Your promoter is a taxi. Your readers are taxis. They go out, and they pick people up and drop them off at party author. Now, if they get to the party, and the drinks is horrible, and the wings is dry, and the music is whack, they are not going to stay there. You have to interact. Interaction, when you don't have that word of mouth, is very important because they, you get to um, share your personality with readers. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like a woe is me every five minutes because people don't want to see woe is me every five minutes, but just to be right. able to experience that author, talk about their pen, talk about um, politics. You have authors that have their niche. Um we talk about Victoria and um, Christopher America, Rashonda Tate, Billingsley, their niche is commentary. You know, Victoria is good on political commentary. I don't even watch CNN. I just go to her page. And then she drops that she's having a book or she drops something about brown girls and she keeps it moving. And I think that's the four, four to one, every um, one self post. You're supposed to post or repost something of about something else or somebody else. Um, because you want to bring people in just into your world. And when they don't know you, your personality is what fuels that word of mouth. 
That's true. That word of mouth is a powerful tool. But, you know, Leisha and I, we constantly do this every time we get on our show. We don't officially welcome everybody to this chat. My name is Tony, and I'm joined by my phenomenal co-host, Miss Leisha. We are here every Thursday and Friday live on Let's Chat. Now, just a little bit about Let's Chat. We try to celebrate literature as, as well as the arts and everything associated with our lives and our communities in a royal way, no matter what it may be. Our show also allows avid readers, you know, avid just anything that you're interested to interact in an intimate setting. We try to make it like you're just talking to a bunch of your friends. Just come into the chat room, relax, get you a red cup. We're not judgmental. We don't care what's in it. (laughs) Just enjoy the atmosphere (laughs) and the great guests (laughs) that we have on our show. And we have a fabulous show tonight. At least I can't wait to for you to expound on that on that topic tonight with our guest, push or pull to the top. You know, Lisa and I try not to uh, yes. talk about our topic until we actually get on the show because we like the authenticity of it. We like the first response of it. So we try to make sure our show is, you know, real so you get our first reaction. Whether it's good or bad, it's our first reaction, and we enjoy that. You know, we don't talk about it until we get on the show. Okay, now, girl, what did you mean by push or pull to the top? <laughs> so we hope okay, you enjoy what that. we have in store for you. And uh, Alicia's going to give us a little bit about what she means by push or pull to that top, and we're going to share that with our guest tonight. That when you are determined, you get where you, and the top is whatever your goal is. That that's your top. Mm-hmm. Your top could just be Amazon bestsellers list. Your top could be um, Essence bestsellers list. Your top could be New York Times bestsellers list. Your top could just be for people just to get to know you and read your stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people just want to write. They don't care if people buy it or not. And so everybody has a top goal. And I think that in the process, you are either pushed up there or you're pulled up there. Um, You're pulled by your passion and your fuel because that that is going to pull you to whatever that is. But sometimes Mm -hmm. you are pushed. You're pushed by whoever is standing behind you in support because sometimes people get weary. You know, this industry is really hard. You have to have a thick skin. And sometimes you need that push. You need people to say, do it, do it, do it. You can do it. You know, we rolling with you. We rocking with you. And that pushes people um, Mm -hmm. to get to their goal, whatever that goal is. Set a goal and and get there. But you're going to either get there, either somebody, you're going to pull yourself or somebody's going to push you. Because if you really Mm want to do something and you got people on your team and people around you, they're going to push. When you get tired, get weary, they're going to push. When you have a bad review, they're going to push. When you're not sure about something, they're going to push you because they are that's your team. They are in line with your vision, and they uh, they agree with your vision, and they see sometimes people see more greatness than you than you see in yourself. So they mm-hmm. push you. They push you to get where you have to be because that's for you. And sometimes we don't know. You know, we, you have fear, and you have to step on out on that sometimes because sometimes fear fear is really there for a reason. It's there to make you cautious, but at the same time, it will detour you, and, and it will mm-hmm. stop you from pushing forward. And sometimes in certain situations, you have to just step out and say, I'm just going to do this. 
it may go good, it may go bad, but I'm going to do it. And mm-hmm. half the time, it doesn't even go the way you thought. And it's like, wow, if I had not stepped out, I wouldn't have even gotten here. I wouldn't have even experienced this. I wouldn't even have done this. If I would have let that first bad review hold me back, if I would have let that first bad comment hold me back, if I would have gotten my feelings about what somebody didn't like or what somebody liked about what I was doing or what I wasn't doing, if I would have let that hold me back, I wouldn't be here or I wouldn't experience this or I wouldn't have that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, you know, I'm listening to you talk about that, and I'm 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 going back in my mind because, you know, you have an author on your team, Tasha Denae. Make sure you check out her love, The Consequences. But I remember when I first met her, and those reviews stick with an author. She, she, she still remembers her first bad review it's just as vividly as it happened yesterday. And that has pushed her to be where she is today. Now, make sure you check out where she is today. She has a few books out there. Through the Fire is amongst one of them. She has an awesome pen, and she is always trying to better herself. But those reviews stick with you, and they could be a positive thing, because that's what we talk about here on the show. Those, those negative reviews could be the engine to getting you started to say, okay, I could do better than that. I'm going to push it till I get a better review, and you look for that. So... You don't even have to know the people that push and pull you to the top. Those could be those people that are just outside and not even aware that they are a part of your train to success, if that makes sense to anybody. Yes, I definitely agree with that. And, see, we have a theory with reviews, and we're going to have our first guest, Dr. Shamika. She's going to come. Shakima, I'm sorry. I keep calling her Shamika. Shakima Gaston is going to come in here and kick in the door. She's, well, she's so okay. nervous. I told her it's just girl talk. But, you know, we have a theory on bad reviews. You get a bad review, it depends on what the reviewer is talking about. Because at some point in time, if you put a reader in their feeling and they feel that mm-hmm. they haven't been able to express to you what they feel that you have written and how you mm-hmm. feel, how they feel about the direction you went into, your reviews become a message board. It's not even a review right there. It's it's personal. You have put them in their feelings. So they feel some kind of way about breaking somebody up. They feel some kind of way about um, a direction you decided to go, a change, killing somebody off. They feel a way. And so your reviews become a message board. And they feel like if I send this message and give them one star, they're going to feel what I'm saying. Because I need them to feel what I'm saying because I need them to feel what I feel when I experience this. And that means that you did your job. Now, if they're talking about mm-hmm. grammar, if they're talking about editing, that's different. But if they're talking about exactly. being in their feelings, don't be mad because they gave you a one-star review. You did your job. That's what you're supposed to do. Put them in your feelings. Let them send you a message so that they let you know I'm in my feelings about what you did, and that should make you happy because mm-hmm. that means you did your job. And you got them. <laughs> and that's a great Absolutely. thing. Absolutely, got them. You got them, yeah, you got them. You snatched them in the story. You turned them around. They doing flips, and now they feel some kind of way. They'll be all right. Hit them again with <laughs> book two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Let's bring in Shima. She is so sweet. Okay. You are going to love her. She is really, really sweet. Hey, how okay. are you? I'm good. How are you? Hey, how you doing, sweetie? I'm good. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. You are welcome. Happy release week. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's been a long week, but I'm excited no focused. Absolutely. Now, for all of those that don't know um, who you are or they're not familiar with your pen, tell them everybody a little bit about yourself um, and the book that you've written. Uh, well, my name is Shakima, and um, I am currently located in Georgia. I'm removed and released the book all within the same month. Um, my book is Mafia Mama. Um, and it is basically uh, a female version of a true boss in every way. We have all of the books with, with, you know, with the men and what they do. Well, she does it all from largest cocaine supplier to assassin. And she, you know, holding it down and doing her own thing, but under the radar until some things affect her life that has to bring her, you know, bring her out in the open. So it's it's a good read, and it has a lot of, you know, twists and turns. It's a, it's a page turner, but definitely, definitely an excellent book. Mm-hmm. Oh, mafia, mafia. Now, what made you start to, to, yeah, you said you moved and you, you released your book. What made you do that? What made you decide, like, I'm going to go ahead on and, and just throw my pen in here and make it do what it do? Oh, uh, okay, well... <laughs> Uh, I, I had written a book. The book kind of was just sitting, um, and then I unexpectedly lost my mom. So that was like, and when I mean unexpected, I'm saying unexpected, like in a few days. So after that and adjusting to that in life, I was like, you know what? Life's too short. Quit putting stuff off, and the book's been sitting. If this is what you're going to do and this is your passion, it's time for you to address it. And I went from there, and I just went hard with it. I reached out. I did research. And, you know, I was fortunate to get someone to help me and, you know, kind of guide me and give me some really, really good advice to get me to where I am. And I'm just really grateful for that. Yeah, awesome. Absolutely. How did it feel to have that personal opinion? Exactly. I'm sorry. Daddy, I said it's great to have somebody like that on your team um, pushing you. And, and yeah. you're, so if you're pulling yourself, they're pushing you. Yeah, every day, every day. And uh, it, it's more or less like an advisor, you know, a, a mentor, um, So, but definitely a blessing. And I, I know for a fact that I wouldn't have done it this quickly as far as, you know, publishing it and, been put in in touch with such great people to help me, you know, with my cover, you know, with the format and the editing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, it, it's coming together slowly, but I'm focused, I'm determined, and it's my passion and it's what I want to do. So, I mean, I got to go hard and I got to do that every day. Okay. And it's funny because my mother passed the beginning of the year. She passed in February. And you, wow. it's a total change. You, you do. You, it is. You totally change directions. And it's a reset period. I think every mm-hmm. time, every there are certain times in life where you reset, 
even in relationships, there's a reset period where in a relationship you either reset together or you reset apart. But sometimes yep. you have that personal reset where you're either going to go to the left or you're going to continue to go to the right. But at some point in time, that reset comes to to kind of shake you a little bit and say you need to do something because mm-hmm. what you're doing isn't it. So I need you to go to the left. You know, some people don't reset. They continue to go in the same direction, and that that really causes you to keep making the same mistakes over and over and over until you realize that you need to go the other direction. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And that, that had a lot to do with it. Um, like I said, it was a wake-up call for me and things that, I used to make a big deal about I don't anymore because it ain't that important. Um, and I just focus on mm-hmm. I just focus on what I want and where I want to go. And I'm I'm not gonna stop till I get there. I mean, some people on board, some people not, but that's not my problem. I'm focused. I, you know, I got Absolutely. goals, and, and I'm determined. And I mean, you with me or you not? It's it's that simple. But I'm not living for anybody else anymore. Um, I want to live each day like it's my last, and, I, I mean, I'm okay with that. I, but I'm not going to sit and wait and, uh, no, I did that for too long, and now it's time for me to step up and, and, and do what I want to do and focus on what I want, and that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 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 Yes. So we were here talking a year from now, and we were talking about the things that you accomplished in 2016. What some of the things we will be talking about. Okay, so I will have, my goal is to have three books, at least three, released, uh, bestsellers, of course, <laughs> and um, um, just re- rebuilding my brand to go further and further and further. I don't want to stop. I don't want, you know, I don't want to limit myself to one book. I don't want to limit myself to, to five books. I just want to keep going because my mind is like, I, I mean, my imagination is unbelievable, and I can keep going with it and going with it. And every day I just try to feed myself and feed my brain with, you know, positive things so I can keep bettering myself. So I'm I'm really excited to see where I'll be next year, but definitely, you know, three books, bestsellers, um, paperback, Kindle, and also um, the audio version. So that, that, that's where I see myself. Great. Um, that's all. Tony. That's all. Have some goals ready to okay. go. Mm-hmm. Got it all lined up. But this is Tony. You know, you you shared with us uh, your journey to get to where you are today, and it, it sounds like it hasn't really been easy. But with all the hard work that you put into your craft, how did it feel when you finally released? Your baby, because that's what they are. Your babies, your books. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I cried. <laughs> I did cry. I cried. Really? I, I yeah. I text um you know a few people, and mm-hmm. thank them definitely for you know their input and their guidance. And it, it's it's funny how you meet people and they can push you and give you the confidence that you need that you didn't get from people that you've known your whole life. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm a firm believer that God put people in in your life in the times that you needed them, and I needed that. I needed that push. Okay. I needed that confidence because I had it, but I had so much personal stuff going on that I just let it overshadow everything else. 
So mm-hmm. when I, you know, when mm-hmm. I got that and I'm like, okay, you got this. You know, you can do this. You know what I'm saying? Believe in mm-hmm. yourself. Because, I mean, I got to believe in me or nobody else is. You know, they're not. Mm-hmm. I got to believe in what I put out because I know what I am and I know what I, I, I want. I mean, like, I, I, the stories can continuously come and come and come. But, I mean, I know they good. You know what I'm saying? I know they number one bestseller. So mm-hmm. I got to put it out there. I got to keep going and pushing and promoting and, you know, working with great people that can help me do that. Please. I definitely agree and with that. That is so mm-hmm. true because – People, they're not going to like everything you put out. Everything you write mm-hmm. is not going to hit, and that's okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? That is okay. It's the point of you You continuously keep going. You keep pulling your own self. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times, well, our topic today is push or pull to the top. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. you have to have that push. You have to have that, that person to push you into the new yeah. job, to push you here, to push you there. And sometimes God is that person, person that gives you that push with certain circumstances. Because a lot right. of times, certain circumstances and situations, we kind of place our own self there by making the yeah. choices that we make. Um, mm-hmm. And when we have to keep repeating the same thing, sometimes we don't catch on that. I done did this about six or seven times. So let me tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to keep doing this right here. I'm about to do That's something right. different because I'm tired to keep getting the same results and you start to pull your own self in the direction that you want to go so whether people support you or not that's okay because you support yourself eventually Mm -hmm. I think that people come looking for you when you go looking for people you have to come with something but when people come looking for you they don't not only do they come looking for you but they don't come empty-handed you know what I'm saying they they Mm -hmm. show you and let you know that I, it's a purpose for me to be on your team. It's a purpose for me to support you. It's um, near you. It's a purpose for me to be in your life, and and this is the purpose, and this is what I'm going to do, you know, opposed to you having to get, convince people of why they have to do something. You don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. They don't do it or they're not. So you keep going. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. Talk that talk, honey. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true, so true. So tell us, how did you come up with the the title that that you? I mean, you know, how did you come up with that? <laughs> um, well, um, she she uh, Bailey, which is a character. Her name is Bailey Harris. Um, she's trained by uh, Colombian cartel, so she gets involved in the in the mafia by accident, and then just kind of grows from there. Um, so the, the you know, Mama. I mean, you know, I, I we use the term like that. Like, I'll be like, hey, mama, what's up? But not like mama, like a mom. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, she's a mafia, and then she's a mama. So that that's kind of where the two came together. But um, it's it, it, my own, you know, twist and turn on, like, boss bitch or, you know, whatever, something like that. But, mm, you yeah, know, I, I would, because, you know, she is affiliated with the mafia, and she a black mama, so. That's what it is. <laughs> now, is it a standalone <laughs> or part two coming? It's a it's a part two and a part three. Oh, okay, so, okay. Yeah, but definitely two is on the way. I'm working on that now, hard. Um, so, but I, like I said, I'm focused and and I'm excited at the same time. You know, it's a lot of emotion mm-hmm. with it, but I'm determined, and I'm 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 gonna do it. I'm gonna make it. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like you're, you, it sounds like you're pushing your own self, girl. 
that's nice. She's determined. She's going to get She's going to pull herself to where she's trying to be. So y'all better jump on the, um, she came to train now.
fumes on the car. You like room, room, room. You are ready to go and and get it. That's right, get it. Thank you so much. Now we have your publisher on the line as. You are more than welcome. We're going to bring in Sharif. Now, this author, he is the author and the publisher of Thai Series, and he is so funny. But he will also be at my March 4th meet and greet in Atlanta. And so we're going to bring him in just so um, we can kind of interact with both of you guys on your project and see what he has coming out because he, uh, he's one of the hardest working men in the industry. And there are a few of those, and I can add him to the list. So let's bring him on. Okay. Hey, how are you? What it do? My life? Hey, how you doing? My life? What's happening? Yes, you are. All right, now. Hey, Miss Tony. Hey, Lisa. What's happening? She hey, Miss Dishelby. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know what? I, I want to clear something up. Like, right off the top, I'm not her publisher. She did that all by herself. Yes, uh, indeed. I'm not going to take credit where credit might be. She did that by herself. She self published. Right, yeah. It can't be done, y'all. <laughs> well, I will say this. He he is the mentor that has that guided me to say, you know, you need to do this next. You need to do that next. You know, that that way he helped me with each step. So for that, I'm extremely grateful, and he put me in touch with, you know, some wonderful people that he had from his team that are now, you know, they're now helping me. So it, it, it was a win-win. Can't beat that. That's awesome. Yeah, so tell I, us what's see, going I on, let, I let her tell you all that. See, I wasn't going to even say nothing. I just, <laughs> you know what I mean? I played it back. You know what I mean? I mean, she understands what it is. I, you know, it, See, when you do something for somebody, you ain't got to tell everybody what you did. You understand what I'm saying? That's true. That's right. Like, yeah, I did That's that. Right. Let her have that. It. Let her, you know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You play the background. Don't be trying to dial in the front. Put your head in the head, you know, in the, in the camera shot. Get out the way. You know? You <laughs> <laughs> blocking. Absolutely. Now you got to tell us what you've been right. doing. Tell us, tell us what Mr. 4.9 has been up to. Because you know you always over there doing something. You get quiet, then you're uh, like, boom, here you go. So what's this, this 4.9 been up to? Man, I've been, um, I've been, I've been, I've been looking at the whole literary game and just shaking my head. That's what I've been doing. I mean, really? I took, um, yeah, I took, um, I took like a year and a half off. I mean, I know my readers is probably listening now, and they probably mad at me. I, I got inboxes like, we need some new heat from you, Sharif. There ain't nothing to read out there. <laughs> You know, like what? You know, except for Mafia Mama. <laughs> Big shout out. Thank Jamie you. killing them. Her cover killing them, though, by the way. Just look at her cover, y'all. Like, I mean, for real. It's just. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, I've been just keeping it. And I took, a, like, a year and a half off, two years off. I mean, because I was going hard, you know, dropping. I dropped, like, 16 joints in, like, maybe three years. And so. I kind of peeped it, and I was like, okay, well, what what can I do different? What can I do better? What's somebody else ain't doing? Like, what's next? Like, I'm, I got to be ahead of the curve. I can't be trying to play catch-up. So um, I, I figured it out, and I'm back. You understand? I'm about to turn it up. You know, I'm about to kill them. So that's what I've been up to. I've been peeping the game, and now I'm about to come out with some new stuff. So, yeah. Oh, that's exciting. So you've been busy. Yeah, I, I have. um <clears throat> Would you like to know what, what I saw was wrong with my um, my hiatus? You know. Absolutely. Okay. You want to share? Yes. Sure. I mean, y'all want to hear? <laughs> I, I tell you. 
Well, I mean, yes, do share. And, and see, I want to see if y'all agree. Like, um, Miss Tony and Leash, I want to see if y'all agree. I'm going to make it real brief. I think that authors don't promote themselves correctly. Um, I think that the top three forms of entertainment on planet Earth. I mean, can I cuss on this show? I want to know that. Just cause Absolutely. You just say what you okay, want. Well, mother, well, motherfucking all right, then. Okay, okay. okay, see, anyway, I think that authors <laughs> don't promote themselves right, okay? Top three forms of entertainment on planet Earth. You have to agree. Water is wet. I'm right. Look, top three forms of entertainment on planet Earth. You got movies and television. Bam. You got music. And you got books. Mm-hmm. And you tell me. That's how people, like, kind of take themselves out of their reality. They, you know, they either watch a movie, they listen to a song, or they read a book, okay? Now, the other two people, besides the authors, the meaning the singer or the actor, yada, yada, they got the tripod, I call it, the tripod. They got what they do, they got their name, and what the fuck they look like. Authors just have what they do and their name. There's no visual. So that means that a rapper that ain't got no kind of skills, none at all, let's call him Lil Boo Boo. Lil Boo Boo came out with a song called I Fuck Bitches at Night. I Fuck Bitches at Night, nigga. Okay. I Fuck Bitches. That's what I do. Lil Boo Boo, nigga. Fuck Bitches, nigga. what I do. Fuck you, fuck uh, me. Okay? But yeah. That's his song, right? I just made that up. That's his song, right? Mm-hmm. Now, he dropped that song with his little non-rapping ass. He can't walk through the mall. And buy a pair of shoes without somebody saying, "Hey, that's my boo boo." Okay. <laughs> now, I can write a bestseller. Sit down in Central Park. It sell a million copies. I sit down in Central Park with a woman read my book. Okay. And I ask her, "Hey, what you reading?" Oh, this wonderful book called Men of Bitches Too." Man, this, this man, this. I said, oh, yeah, and I wrote the motherfucker, and she don't even know who the fuck I am. Now, I think something is completely wrong with that. I think it's stupid. I think it's, I think it's fucking ridiculous. And I know y'all feel me, because you know what? I'm going to rep for all the authors who ain't repping for themselves. Look here, authors, if y'all listening, we are the baddest motherfucking entertainers on the face of the motherfucking planet, because guess who's helping you write that book and what you entertaining? So pound for pound. Artist for mm-hmm. consumer. That means if an actor, Denzel Washington, and Beyonce, and me, you put me on a panel, I'll prove to an unbiased audience that I'm the better entertainer because I'm entertaining the audience for eight hours. They read my book on a train, on a motherfucking toilet, next to their nigga in bed, at work, on break. They listen to your, to your song, Crazy Preach. Love, for so many. Preach. Y'all you do all, I do all the above. Got me looking so crazy. Like, okay, when the song over, it's over. That's four minutes. But Beyonce, baby girl, um, I feel you, boo. But who helped you? You had a choreographer. You had a, you know, a band. You did mm-hmm. like a, a, mm-hmm. a vocal coach. All of that shit. Oh, Denzel, great flight. You would flight with the business, but you had a director telling you, give me more. You had a stunt man doing your shit. You had special effects mm-hmm. and shit blowing that motherfucker up. Who helped me write types? Me. Nobody. It was the cursor looking at me talking about do something, do something, do something, do something, mm-hmm. do something. And mm-hmm. what I did, I entertained the same audience you entertained for longer and stronger than you did. So authors, pat yourself on the back. You're the baddest motherfuckers on the planet, but you ain't associating yourself with what the fuck you do. That's why you ain't mm-hmm. pulling in no money. Peep the game. 
And that's why my face is on the cover of Men and Bitches too. My face is on the cover of Tice. I done peeped the witness in the shit. I gave y'all some jewels now. What the fuck you gonna do with it? You gonna see what I'm gonna do with it though. Hey, you ain't. You better talk that talk. Thanks for listening. Cause I do all of the above as a reader. Cause I'm a reader first. <laughs> okay, now now, now I want to hear. Took a now, break now and came that. back refreshed and ready to go. Oh, I'm saying, but okay, but how y'all how y'all feel about that though? I mean, but now that I dropped that, what do y'all think? He's full of shit or huh? You made it sense. What y'all think? Oh, it makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. Now, it I, makes I, I, I will say, it makes sense. This, this is Tony Street. First off, you know, it's, it's, it's real. And not until a, a person says it, it you know, you know he, he, he got a point. He got a valid point. And you're right. Authors are entertainers, and their work lasts a whole lot of a long lot longer because you can go into your library and pull that book off the shelf over and over and over again and each yes, time indeed. you read it you can pick up something totally different something than the different. last three times yeah. you read it. You know, yeah. so, then, so you are on point. Goes, huh? And the, the, the same goes with a movie. You know what I'm saying? You can watch a movie That's over true. and over again. And, and see, so and again, it's all in the same the same top three forms. It's just the authors are selling themselves short. You know what I'm saying? Now you read how you market it's, it? It's not for exactly. It's not for everybody. But why we why we settle for putting our name at the bottom of a book and that's it? Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously. I mean, and again, mm-hmm. it's not for everybody. But I mean, and I, and I, and I feel you. But I think it's kind of you know it's need it's a, it's a need for a change. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just that author that just likes to re- interact with my readers. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm doing this the way I'm doing it mm-hmm. because I feel like you know, like as y'all touched on before. Each one, reach one has always been my model. So my readers, you know what I'm saying, put me on the map. And, you mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm forever grateful. So I like them to see who I am. You know what I mean? Right. And, I, and then that way, you know, when they see me walking down the street, you know, it's like, oh, okay, that's Cherie. Okay, but then, see, I, I want to be known for something. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I want to make, you know, that's like, right. okay, when I when y'all get my eulogy, it's like, okay, why, would, why was he here? Okay, but with him being here, what did he you know, change. Like, what did he add to this whole society? Like, why was, you know what I'm saying? So I want people to say, you know what? Sharif was the first author to start promoting himself and what the fuck he do. That's what he did. Mm-hmm. And that's important to me. You know what I mean? Because I don't see nobody else that's worthy of the job besides myself, mm-hmm. but some will come after me and and you walk them to ride out. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I ain't no hater. I'm just saying, it's a different way to do this thing. When you author this listening, <laughs> pay attention. Because this might be for you. But, Absolutely. You know. Now, our topic today is pull, is push or pull uh, yourself to the top. And we talked a little bit about that at the beginning of the show, and I know that you were listening. How about yeah, you yeah. weigh in on that push or pull your way to the top? Yeah, I mean, um, I was listening. And, um, like, you made, like, great points, saying that, um, you know, some people pull you, you know, and, um, or you push yourself uh, by your work ethic and whatnot, your drive. So, um, yeah, I think. You there? We're here. You there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think. Um, I think yeah, it's it's either either or, you know what I mean? Or sometimes it's you know it's it's a combination of you know one or the other. But I've actually um, experienced both. You know what I mean? Um, so 
there was a time like when I wrote Tice, I didn't, you know, I was kind of at a, at a a low point like the first book, and so I had you know I had somebody got you know kind of pull me, you know what I mean? Like okay, you can do it because my first check, as everybody been listening to, they probably know. I tell this all the time, it's, it's, so it's true. My first check, or y'all think I, yeah, look here, player. Look here. You understand? Know oh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I got a, you know, you know, thousands upon thousands, you know what I'm saying? You know, got, got, you know, uh, thank God for that. That came later, you know what I'm saying? When I seen that, like, okay, five digit check. Ugh. But the first one, the first type check that ever going to send me, $15 for the whole entire month. What? And so somebody $15? got to pull you up when you get that. Hell yeah, $50. So somebody got to pull you up from that little lonely, low-ass seat. Like, hey, you can do this, man. Don't get – come on now. Look up. <laughs> and so I had someone do that for me. So that speaks directly to what you're talking about because I was looking at that check like, I can't even take you out to eat, boo. Like, like I could – like, you could go, but you could eat, and I could watch you eat. And what you don't finish, then maybe you can give to me, because we can't do shit with this little $50 right here. And she was like, just, just keep pushing. Wow. Just keep pushing. It's going to catch on. It's going to catch on. Because she believed uh-huh. in Tice more than I did. Mm-hmm. So without her, wow. we would not be talking today. So that speaks to what you're saying. And then wow. I had to push myself. At one point, you know, because after I dropped Tice 3, here comes me pushing myself. After I dropped Tice 3, okay, I wrote Code of Conduct. And I thought I was really doing it. And I'm speaking to what you said. You said, every, everything that you write, Leisha, I guess you said this, everything you write is not going to sell. And that's okay. I, I heard you, and you're absolutely right. Because I wrote Code of Conduct, a phenomenal book. I thought, okay, y'all, y'all seen that want something different, right? Not the average urban space. Okay, but here we go. Perfect. Bam. Now, the reviews on it is great, but the sales wasn't like it was. So I, was, I got kind of offended. Mm-hmm. I thought I gave y'all three bangers, types one, two, and three. Come back with Code of Conduct, and y'all ain't feeling that personal. So that, that, that to me was me pushing myself because I was like, okay, all right, people, here we go. Tights four, nigga, in your face. I'm about to go hard. I'm about to push myself. You know what I'm saying? I ant myself up. Oh, you think I can't do it again? Oh, you think I can't do it again? Here we go. And guess what? Tights four came out. I'm telling you, because sometimes, like you said, you got to push yourself. So I, so I got mad. I got irritated. I didn't take it personal, but I did. So I'm like, okay. So I dropped my book the same time Evelyn Lozado from Basketball Wives dropped her little bullshit ass book that she signed on for cash money. Okay. Now get now. Guess who was now, now her book was number four when it dropped, right? Okay. Now you know you think I'm gonna shy away from dropping tights because she just signed with cash money. Go talk about her little basketball fucking stories and shit. Hell no. So I dropped tights, right? Boom. We just came out and guess what? Her bitch ass was over there sitting over there tight at, 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 at number four hot new release. Guess who was number three looking at her like, ugh. I mean, yeah, yeah, you want this spot, don't you? Yeah, tight four, all up in your face. Check the reviews if y'all don't believe me. They damn near perfect. So when I pushed myself and that happened, I was like, there we go. So that was an mm-hmm. example of me having to push myself, you know. But, you know, this is my personality. I'm not putting on no airs. <laughs> People that know me, they know I'm passionate about what I do, and I'm honest about what I do. I've been inconsistent, 
You ain't got to tell me that. I already know. I've been inconsistent. I've been lazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Leo. Research my sign. <laughs> but the first black president of these United States was a Leo. I'll stop talking now, though, because that was like a mic dropper right there. <laughs> I love hanging out with y'all, man. Come on, man. I love hanging out with y'all. Oh, man. That was a day you missed it. Come on, man. Why would you more one time? The realest author in the game, undisputed, 4.9. Why I say that? Because my average review is 4.9. Fuck with it. You know, sometimes this is Tony Siri. Sometimes when you just sit back and let a let a person go, you can find out so much more, and it's so much more entertaining as well. So we we appreciate okay. you doing that with us. Uh, you know, y'all said we can hang out and stuff. Like y'all don't care what's in my cup, right? I mean, I might have some shit in my cup. Whatever you do. So I said, I got to give him something. You know what I mean? Because his base, 
his fan base, and that's what, what you're talking about right there. It's like different readers. That's what I'm saying. Different authors got different fan bases, you know what I mean? So you got to connect with people to kind of get off into their kind of thing. So it's like, all right, his fan base is a lot more younger. You know what I mean? They're about 25 to 18. You feel I me? Mean? I'm like, okay, but they, they're kind of rowdy over there. I'm like, okay, I got to give them something. But I didn't know what it was. It had to be a title that would catch them and hold them. They didn't know nothing about me, or maybe they didn't know enough about me. So I was right. I talked to um, the lady I was with at the time, and then she knew what was going on with the project, and I was like, yo, I need a, I need a title. I need to, like, and she was like, okay. We started brainstorming. And I wasn't, I didn't quite have it, you know what I mean? You know, like, like, you know, like my Jedi, it wasn't working right. So she was like. I couldn't levitate the thought. Like, it kept like, eh, 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 eh. I was like, man, I, and she was like, men are bitches too. And I was like, oh, oh that's it. That's it. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> but that it came from a woman's perspective, you know what I mean? So yeah, uh-huh. it was it was was some right shoot. I mean, you can't deny. But you know, Jerry, this this is Tony. Sometimes the first thing that can catch a reader's eye is that title, because mm-hmm. I'm one of those readers. That title, okay, now I like that title. Let me flip this book over and see what it's all about. So the title, the, the way the cover looks, those colors even, you know, play a part in that, that visual that a reader gets. And sometimes you kind of visualize it in your head. Okay, is this book what I think it's going to be? So all of that plays a role in me taking that book home. You know exactly. what I mean? And, yeah, and that's what a lot of authors, you know, don't understand. I mean, I mean, people like, like you readers – I mean, thank God for you guys. I mean, because seriously, because all of been like, like I think we the coldest people out there. I mean, because before there was TV, before there was motion mm-hmm. pictures, before there was, you know, there's always been music. So I can't predate that. But, I mean, as far as the next form of entertainment, come on, it's been books. You dig? I mm-hmm. mean, Moby Dick. Moby Dick was like the, you know, a hit. And it was a, before mm-hmm. there was a TV. So we go, we, we, we bad. It's just that. A lot of authors get so tunnel vision with writing it, like 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 within pages, that they don't, you know, put that much more into it into the cover, or like the title. You know what I mean? And it's like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, it's a, it's a great book, but if you want a reader to crack that bitch open, you better have a catchy title, or you better have a cover. Mm-hmm. You did, or right. both. That's right. And you know, Sharif, this is Tony once again. You know, Leisha and I, we try to announce ourselves because we sound so much alike. But, yeah, um, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can tell the difference. Though. Leisha got a lighter voice. You know, I mean, you're kind of like, like two octaves lower, you know. So. <laughs> but, um, you know, you talk about us often having tunnel vision. And not only that, sometimes they can get kind of caught up and everything starts to look the same. Everything starts to look the title has the same word in it, and the cover yeah. kind of resembles each other. So you want to be able to stand out. You want to yes, have some authenticity about your work. Yes, you do. And that's why I like uh, um, Shakima cover. That's why I like her cover so much. I mean, because if you look at it, it's like Bailey is looking at you like, like you got to buy me. Like, really? Like, you have to meet me. You know what I mean? Just looking at you, like, just confident. I'm like, dang, that's a cold-ass picture right there. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh-huh. And just, just the title, Mafia Mama, is short. You remember it. 
I mean, a lot of authors can't get that. They'd be like, they have books like um, uh, His Betrayal, A Tale by, you know, <laughs> of Two Lives. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, are you serious? <laughs> you know? Exactly. Like, okay. It's all long and drawn out, you know, or like, like that, like totally whatever. I started looking around when I was on my hiatus. Every other book had bitch in it. And then I seen people writing books that had titles that was in rap lyrics. I'm like, what is this? Whoa. Keep it 100? So what the fuck is you That's talking so about? But you see, like, my first question to Kima was, tell me about that title, because that just stood out uh-huh. first and foremost. I wanted to know where she got that title from. But, you know, mm-hmm. before we let you guys read the chat room, you got, you know, I've been on this tangent, and I'm just going to carry this November leash with this superhero oh, yeah. thing. But, um, you know, you, you spoke yeah. about those powers, and I want to ask the two of you, if you had special powers, special, you know, because I'm into the, to the um, you know, the superhero type of thing. I got my favorites. I, I have my own opinion on who's the best superpower. But what would your power be? Well, I want to know who your favorite uh, is. Like, this, like, this <laughs> Seriously, who is it? You tell me what your power might be, and I'll, I'll spill my beans. Okay, okay. Go ahead, Sakima. Ladies first. Mm-mm, you go first. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be a gentleman on, on Blog Talk right. Radio right now. That's all right. So, you, you, okay. you can still go first. Okay. So you need time to think about yours, right? So you, 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 mm-hmm. you ain't pulling nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I do. <laughs> oh, what would my power be? Now I need time to think about my um my power would be I would like the ability to read people's minds. That's just my uh-huh. the ability yeah. to like, kinda of like 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 a uh, Professor Xavier. He was in a wheelchair and he was just killing the game, just in a wheelchair. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, so I would just love that ability to just you know, I but not all the time. I want to be able to turn it on and off because I don't want to know what people think all the time. But if I wanted to know, you know what I mean? Then uh-huh. I would just, because I say that because there's so many fake ass motherfuckers out there in the world. Their front is becoming an epidemic, man. I can't I can't <laughs> explain it. So I would like to get <laughs> cut, cut across all these fake ass motherfuckers and get to the you know the you know what I'm saying get the two percent people that are real. Exactly. There it's we go. Too poor. <laughs> don't waste my time. Don't waste my time. I know you full of shit because I read your mind. Get the fuck out of the way. You will. How you doing? Next. <laughs> I can't. Time is precious, right, Sheree? Time is precious. Yeah, we, we, we don't know if we're going to check out of here. We don't know. When that when that little, you know what I'm saying, you ever shape the hotel room and they slide that little, that that, that bill up under the door? You wake up in the morning, uh-huh. that bill up under your door? Yeah, we don't know when that bill gonna come due. Like, all right, player, that's it. You got, yeah, forty four years on this earth. Like, oh, that's it. Yeah, it all. It's over. That final, that <laughs> final notice. <laughs> exactly. And you know, you gotta come down to the bath. See, I can't, Damn, I can't I with you, Sharif. I'm trying to be good tonight, to and you're land. really pushing my. I'm you're really pushing me because Leash know I can go off to the left real quick. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to bring it out of you. Come on, bad girl, Let me, dance with me. Come on. Leash know I can go to the you left real quick. I'm like Leash, you gotta rein me in, girl. You, you two stepping over there. I'm gonna see you twerk with it. Twerk with it. Come on. Oh man. my goodness. I can't. 
I can't do to bring you out, Miss Tony. I got to growl at you. I can't. 
on my show. You got me up here growling. What? I like DMX. You know? I cannot. Oh, man. I can't with you, Sharif. I can't. I got y'all sound like DMX. Come on, Oh, man, y'all. It's, this has been great. This has been great. I'm trying to cool down. Where's my cup? Where's my cup? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's on the air conditioner Ms. up. Just try it. Miss Tony, yeah, I like she in church. So Why you act like you in church, Miss Tony? Or, no, yeah. she know. She it's know I can let Sunday. loose. She know she, she be like, is you know a shade, girl? Night. Just say be quick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it has been a joy having you guys in the chat room. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much for having me. Like whenever you hit me, like you, you're available. Unless I'm in the hospital bed, I'll be like, yeah, I can do it. You know, so I enjoy it. You can't stay away from us as long as you have this time, Sharif. You you understand? Yes, I do. I mean, and it's and it's, and it's so important to come on shows like this. You know, y'all authors listening out there, hey, man, y'all might, you might be like, mm, it ain't good morning America. Nigga, no, it ain't good morning America. But you gonna, this is your genre right here. This is your hood that you're trying to live. This is your zip code. Mm-hmm. Get on this show. Book this show. Call this show. Okay. You understand? You don't, you don't know tell, what's going to be asked of you on this show. Right, and you don't know who's listening. Either. I know. You know I know. This is why I'm coming to the chat room. Yeah. I'm coming to the chat room. John Singleton might be listening. Exactly. <laughs> tell yourself. Each one reads one. Exactly. One reader ain't one reader. One reader is 100 readers. Oh, man. You don't know how many oh, readers one reader well, is. Because... They go on and on, you dig? So y'all doing a good, y'all, y'all been doing this show Absolutely. for how long? How, how long have you been doing the show? How long? Oh, oh. God. Uh, about how long have you been? About three years. About, about three, three, years. three, three and a half years, yep. Now look at that. See, one year is, okay, we did a show. Uh-huh. See, two years is, okay, we got some. Three years is, okay, yeah, we certified. You understand? <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and we've been nominated for our first award, so we were in good company, and we didn't even know yeah. it. Tell them, tell them, look at that, promote yourself, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I hope y'all, I hope y'all get well, why you, Well, why are we promoting, yes, why are we promoting ourselves, we want y'all to promote yourselves. Shout out all of your social media handles and where everybody can get your work and the name of your latest work that they can get. We're going to go with Shakima first. Uh, Shakima, Mafia Mama. I'm on uh, Kindle. The Kindle version is ready. Um, the paperback will be ready soon. I'll post that also. And I'm on Twitter, Shakima Books. And I'm on Instagram, Shakima Books. All right. Keep it, keep Keep that branding simple. Yeah. My name is complicated enough, so I'm need a whole bunch of stuff on it. So, yeah, I, yeah. I keep it simple. Let me call you Shamika. I heard her. She was like, we got Shamika coming on? She's like, why are you calling her Shamika? Shamika is more common than Shakima. And it's the 4.9. Right. What about you? <laughs> Uh, me, man, I'm about to shut all my social media down. I'm about to just start sending a smoke signal. No, here we go. It's uh, <laughs> Facebook, 
Sharif Jadon. I got Twitter, Sharif J-A-U. YouTube, Sharif Jadon 4.9. Instagram, Sharif J-A-U. Holla at your boy. I got my next story coming out. Uh, Men of Bridges 2. And it will be the Tice audio starting at 1. It's not like you think. I ain't reading shit. I'm playing Tice. I'm doing it like a motherfucking movie in your motherfucking ears. Gunshots, oh. explosions, and don't know off the copy what the fuck I'm doing. I'm on my hiatus. I'm back. And it will be a Tice 8. After that, I ain't making no more Tices. But I'm going to kill it with Tice 8. Oh, no, you can't ready. do that. I'm sorry. I'm okay. Oh, uh-oh. I mean, uh-oh. You can't uh-oh. end it. You can't end it. You can't end it. No, you gotta keep going. You're reading. You gotta keep going until we're like, what the hell is this shit? Yeah, I keep going until the reader say, what the fuck? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Look, they ain't gonna never say that because if I'm saying it, I'm not putting it out. I'm like, yeah. We, but we get that.
again, see, y'all are always welcome back anytime, and we're going to take a break, and then we're going to bring in the fabulous author, Anita Hobson. Thank you guys so much. Okay. Anita Hobson, let's go. Thank you, guys. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Anita, Anita. So crazy. We're going to take a brief break. We're going to play that Blue Marley. And Yo Gotti exclusive. Shout out to Ike Burner. We got some new music from Ike Burner that we will be playing uh, on next week's show. So shout out to Ike Burner for sending that in. And we'll be back. This your boy Yo Gotti.
Yes, we are back. We are back. This is Les Chat. I'm Miss Felicia, and I'm kicking it with my left hand, and sometimes my right, the fabulous Miss Tony. Y'all, we are talking that talk about push or pull to the top. We have two fabulous guests on. If you missed their interview, no worries. You can go back and hit our archives here on Blog Talk or also on iTunes. Author Sharice Dunant and author Shakima Gaskin were in the chat room cutting up, y'all. It was <laughs> we had such a good time. Now we have the fabulous Anita Hobson. She's gonna kick in the chat room door and talk about her newest release. Hey, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Hi. We yeah, are good. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. We, you are welcome, welcome, welcome. You got so much going on. We're going to start with you telling everybody a little bit about yourself and your book that you have out. Um, well, my name is author Annetta Hobson. Um, I've been writing uh, for a little uh, over four years. My first release was Light in the Shadow, and I was um, it was published under Donna Inc. Publications. Um, I published five of, of my books with her until um, I started my own publishing company with my sister and my husband, AVOC Publishing, in 2015. And so since I've started, uh, since we've started AVOC Publishing, we've we've published over 35 books. Wow. That's a lot of books. (laughs) Yeah, we try. So outside of that, outside of the books um, that you guys have published, tell us about your recent um, release and what we can all expect from that. Uh, my recent, my most recent release is uh, Light in the Shadow 3. Um, Light in the Shadow was my first book, and um, originally I only intended it to be part one and part two. Unfortunately, I don't like doing a whole lot of um uh, you know, one, two, three, four, five. I don't like doing that. So I only wanted it to be part one and two because I wanted to finish her story. But an opportunity mm-hmm. was presented to me to write a part three, and um, the it fell through. So I ended up publishing it myself. And it's just um, part one was about um, a young lady that a lot of stuff happened to her, and you know she ended up being sort of like a serial killer. So part three mm-hmm. is where her son picks up where she left off, but he's, you know, way worse than she is. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, this is Tony, um, Annetta. You don't usually mm-hmm. see or read about female serial killers. How did you come up with that one, girl? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, my sister is was actually the writer. I was just a reader. And mm-hmm. um, I wanted to – I was tired of reading – some of the um, I read a lot of paranormal books, and so uh-huh. I was kind of tired of kind of the reading it and it ending like cliche. So I talked to my sister and I said, "Why don't we get together, and I help you write a book and help you know help you shop it around, put it out or whatever." And so she already had the idea for a ser- mm-hmm. uh, female serial killer. I we just did a play on it, and so I just mm-hmm. thought it would be different. And then I'm you know she's kind of a different serial killer. She doesn't do it for pleasure. She kind of does it mm-hmm. out of necessity. So. Oh, that's really different. <laughs> that's a very serial killer woman. Wow. Right. <laughs> I wanted people to like her, kind of like um, Dexter. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that series. 
I like yes. Dexter. Like, uh, he's a yeah. serial killer. Yeah, I really enjoy it. So I wanted people to, you know, I wanted her to be a likable character like him. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, how has their response been from that, your readers? How did that, right? What was their response yeah. to that? <laughs> um, I really got a really positive response. Um, in the beginning, um, when I first started um, shopping my book around, um, you know, I shopped it in my neighborhood, you know, to people that I knew. And a lot of people that I knew was like, well, what is this? When they started reading it, because I guess they thought, you know, because I'm African-American, they thought it would automatically be an urban book. And so a mm-hmm. lot of people didn't take to it in the beginning, like people that I talked to. But when I started going out to, like, you know, events and selling it to, you know, on the Internet and to people outside of my circle, I got a bunch of positive responses. And, you know, like part two was in high demand. Like a lot of people would contact me like, you know, when are you going to put out part two? It was finished, but the publisher that I was with took two years to put it out. Mm-hmm. So I kind of lost uh-huh. my original fan base, yeah, and so I had to rebuild that when I did, you know, my independent thing. So I've got a mm-hmm. lot of, you know, great responses about it, and it's different because, you know, she's molested in the beginning of the book by her grandfather, and she kills him first. He's her first kill. Oh. And oh. so, yeah, so a lot of people are like, what is this? You know, <laughs> so. But, you know, I'm excited about part three. I just hope – I like I like shock value, so I'm hoping that mm-hmm. I didn't do – I mean, because the, the sun is off the chain. So I hope people don't say, oh, my God, like, she crazy. <laughs> Why does she write mm-hmm. this? Because so, it's kind of <laughs> – Wow. And, you know, you know Arnett, so I'm, I'm not sure how much of the show you have listened to, but um, this is mm-hmm. Tony. The cover mm-hmm. on your part two is very mm-hmm. interesting and, and – mm-hmm. You know, covers play a big part in in what I read, and it looks like mm-hmm. the woman has pieces of her being taken out. Is is that mm-hmm. what you're trying to portray with that cover? Well, that was What's my the concept um, first, of that. That was the first cover under my other publisher because I've republished it. But under okay. the, that, when it when it what well, original cover had a white rose on it, it was bloody. And so I wanted that to represent like she was pure and then all of the damaged things that happened to her. So when I seen uh-huh. that cover with the with the pieces coming away from her, I was like, okay, that plays into what I said about her being damaged, just things being taken from her. Mm-hmm. And right. so, you know, but the second cover that I did myself, it's is her. It's like a lady inside of a red rose because I didn't want to mm-hmm. reuse that same cover, even though I loved it so much. I didn't want to mm-hmm. affiliate myself with the old publisher, so I didn't reuse the cover. Okay. Oh, you okay. know, those covers kind of tell you what's in between those pages. Yeah, and, you know, I publish under A.G. Hobson now because I wanted to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, take myself away from her. So my work is, mm-hmm. isn't under Annetta Hobson anymore. It's under A.G. Hobson. Okay. Okay. I'm glad <laughs> you're making it do what it's do. Now, yes. you also do have the book event, the Motor City Experience, uh, the Motor mm-hmm. City Book Experience. Tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. that and what can we expect in 2017? Um, well, we, we, um, I came together with Shantae Kennerly um, out of North Carolina, my sister, myself, and my husband, and we was like, you know, we want um, a book, you know, try to put on a book, a big book event in Detroit. I, you know, out of the four years that I've been publishing, I've never been invited to one. So I really wanted to do it, and I wanted to invite, you know, everybody to come. But I wanted to be like a musical experience as well as a book experience, you know, with entertainment. So in between when we're not selling, we could be entertained. 
And so mm-hmm. we came together when we were in New York. Um, we were all in New York in October of uh, 2015, and we came up with, you know, everything. And so, you know, Shantae said, you know, let's do it. You know, he's originally from Dayton. I met him at the Dayton Book Expo. And so, you know, we all came together, and we put it together. And for for my first event, it wasn't perfect, but it was such a great, we did such a great job. I'm just looking forward to doing a bigger and better job and, you know, tweaking the little things for um, 2017. And I'm just hoping that, you know, everybody will come out. And we it rained on us, so we didn't get the attendance that we expected to get. So I'm hoping this year that we can catch the festival and everything downtown and kind of get some of that traffic into Cobo Center. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds exciting. Yeah, I was excited Absolutely. about getting Cobo, too. Now, what are the... Mm-hmm. What are the details for the event for those that want to attend? Um, well, I'm I'm still putting everything together, so I have to put together the Eventbrite page. But um, anyone's interested can inbox me, um, Anetta Gabrielle Hobson on Facebook, Shantae Kennerly, Anitris, or Sure Will, or The Charlatan Presents. And um, we have an early bird special going on that I'm going to post, um, you know, make a, you know, create a page and post. Um, and, you know, they can contact us about, you know, because I might have a performer this year. We got mixed reviews about the performer, so I might just do just the music. I haven't – we haven't worked that out yet, but, you know, anyone who's interested in that or the poetry session can, you know, contact us as well. Okay. <clears throat> Sounds like a great lineup that you're putting together there. We try. You know, like I said, we, we have positive uh, – we had a lot of positive – um, you know, come back to us about it. And so I'm just really excited to get it, you know, to do it again because it was really fun to do. I was excited that it was at Cobo in the heart of Detroit downtown. And I'm just hoping it's bigger and better this next year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I will be there. Great. This is July 29th, right? I will be, yep, I yes. will be there um, because she's right. Uh, I've never seen a book event. Um, in the Detroit area, and it was funny because I didn't even know there were authors here for a long mm-hmm. time until I started doing the Honor That Author um, blog and um, writing royalties group. So you mm-hmm. you just don't know. It's not like they come out and they book sign, and I think that's my biggest pet peeve. I'm just saying mm-hmm. you in the city don't inbox mm-hmm. me. I'm just telling mm-hmm. you how I feel as a reader. When somebody mm-hmm. comes from out of state, and mm-hmm. they have a book signing here, and they bring readers out. An author in the state should feel away because mm-hmm. that's kind of taken from your fan base. You haven't, you don't go out, they don't meet and greet, they don't have book signings, they don't have to. Now, mm-hmm. shout out to Michelle Moore because she always has authors at her book. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes. outside of that, they don't do events. Wahida Clark comes right. here. Well, Ashley and Jaquavis are from Michigan, but still. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a big name, nobody's out. They have book right. um, expos. I think they have that one uh, in Grand Rapids or something like that, but nobody really talks about it. So how are we going to know right. what's going on if it's not shared and promoted? And I feel like it's so many. As I started doing the event, I met so many local authors that are so awesome and so down to earth and so nice, and they're doing their thing. And I just found out about them myself. And like I said, I'm a reader. And so, you know, I thought that it was so much talent in Detroit, and I'm so proud to have 
to have connected with these authors. And I can't wait to do it again because now, you know, we're connecting and, you know, we know each other, you know what I'm saying? And so we can do this every year and it can get bigger and better. People can know that, you know, you don't have to go all the way out of town. You can come to Detroit, you know what I'm saying? And we can have a book event here that can, also, you know, can grow to be as big as all of the others. Mm-hmm. You got to start somewhere. I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. And I that's kind of like, agree. you know, I'm that, so um, excited for you saying, you got to get yourself out there. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. I agree. You got to mix and mingle. You got to mix and mingle. You got to network. You got to just get to know. You just can't really sit behind um, the computer and post mm-hmm. the link. You have to get out there and put your name out there, put yourself out there, get people into knowing who you are. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you listened to the beginning of the show, but Sharif talked mm-hmm. about he saw somebody reading his book, and when he sat down next to him, they didn't even know who he was. So he kind of, mm-hmm. like, revamped everything to make sure that next time somebody's reading my book, they know who what, who it is. Right. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I, I mean, myself, um, I try to focus on my work, but I try to focus on, you know, the others that we publish as well. Um, Me Mm -hmm. personally, I have about 18 books out. And so I don't promote myself a lot, but I'm trying to get better at that myself. But when I was doing the Motor City Book Experience, I had books coming out, but I was so busy promoting the Motor City Book Experience and other authors because I wanted it to be about everybody not just us of course we sold books as well but I wanted it to be mm-hmm. about everybody because I don't want people to say well they put this together so they can be known no we put this together so Detroit can be known you know so mm-hmm. that's, that's the right. purpose of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I'm just hoping everything you know Absolutely. gets bigger and we connect with more people you know and work, you know, work together and, you know, so people can say, oh, you know, the Motor City Book Experience is coming up. So it could be known just like, you know, any of the other book acts. And people will put market on their calendar to come to Detroit. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's right. Just like they do with exactly. the Harlem Book Fair or something right. like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's, it's, it's so many, it's so much talent here. Like, um, here I, I don't I think it's like Michigan uh, only or so it's a like a um, little something in downtown Northfield where it's mm-hmm. like things that are just from Michigan whether it's grown in Michigan but they have authors there and it's like mm-hmm. so many authors and it doesn't matter what color they are but if they all right. just kind of stepped out just a little bit to to bring mm-hmm. readers out because there are book clubs and readers, it's all over the place, but you don't know because everybody's all We don't know. And then a lot of times when, when, you know, people do things in Detroit, they do it in the suburbs. Like, I know a lot of um, book events that goes on around Michigan, like Rust City, uh, Once Upon a Time, um, uh, um, it was another one, I think, in Troy. But it was like four events this year that I knew about that was in Michigan, but they were, you know, on the outskirts of Detroit. And so by Detroit being the main city, I'm like, we need something here. You know, you say, oh, we coming to Detroit, but you're going to Farmington Hills or Madison Heights. I want right. people to say when they when they say they're coming to Detroit, they're coming to Detroit, which is downtown. And that's what it was so important for us to get Kobo. Mm-hmm. We could have did it in any, we could have did it at a hotel. We could have did it anywhere in Detroit. But I wanted to be in the heart of Detroit, and I was so excited that we were able to get Kobo. Mm. 
Absolutely, that like a, absolutely. Uh, a great place. That is right there. It's a great location. You have mm-hmm. um, the River Rocks down there. You have mm-hmm. the casinos that are not far. There are hotels. There are restaurants. Mm-hmm. So it is a great, great mm-hmm. location. Mhm. Now, outside of the uh, Motor City book event and the, mm-hmm. or sorry, book experience and your book's coming mm-hmm. out, what other things do you have coming down the pipe? Well, I'm I'm looking forward to doing a lot of traveling um, next year. I wasn't able to do a lot of traveling this year because, you know, because of the Motor City Book Experience, but I was able to go to, of course, the Dayton Book Expo. I try to go to that one. Um, so I will be trying to go to more events next year. I want to, I think I want to go to, I really want to go to the five, five, six book chicks in Atlanta. I want to do Dayton. I want to do, um, I want to try to go to, um, Papaya, uh, Papaya's event, um, in, um, Washington. Mm-hmm. Sisters so on it's lead. a lot of events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sisters on Lead. Yes, that's the way all I want to do that. And so, um, you know, it's a lot of events that I want to do personally this year, um, with my, you know, partners, but, you know, it's a lot of events that we plan on doing as well as Shantae, you know, so I'm really excited about 2017. I see so many things that's coming up to do, <laughs> so. Absolutely. <laughs> well, make that's sure you head out and make time in March to come out to the Divas Luncheon and Literature Eat and Greet, um, which is mm-hmm. my event. Mm-hmm. And that is in Atlanta because of the time of the year, but I do want to do one here. But it's just mm-hmm. that in March, people are, it's snowing. Nobody coming out in the snow, mm-hmm. really. So That's true. I have to, you know, pick this a different time of the year where I can have it here. And it's just a, mm-hmm. this is time to celebrate literature, have a good time, and support mm-hmm. um, local charities and community organizations, you know, that support kids. Oh, that sounds wonderful. I would definitely try to put it on my calendar, and I speak with my sister because, I mean, we're you know, like I said, we're looking for events to go to next year, and it sounds like mm-hmm. a wonderful opportunity. Yes, some great Absolutely. Absolutely. Next year is going to be a really great year. Thank you so much, and I just want to shout out everybody. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. But I want to give a shout out to um, Shante Kennedy. We did a book, Sex Therapy, together. And I want people to go out and get that as well. I wrote a little sexy story in there. <laughs> so I really would like people to go out and get that. It's really a great book. I hope you do a part two. <laughs> All right. That's the book because awesome. we had Terry Branch on. And um, that's the book that you were talking about you read, see. She was, she's in it. Oh. <laughs> okay. I read that. That's the one I've been gushing about. <laughs> It was really sexy. I mean, mm. you know, I really enjoyed doing it. I really enjoyed doing that book. Oh, Leisha, I told you, you got to get that book, girl. Gotta get <laughs> I, that got book. I, I got it when I was out to 556 five, Book Chicks, but you know, I got mm-hmm. trying to do better at that just to read more. But yes, Me I got too. it. I got my copy. Mm-hmm. I got it. Yeah, my story is the <laughs> one about the girl that I got my copy. to. Uh, my story is the girl that's addicted to the sex toys. Ah, okay. okay. <laughs> ah. I really, I really enjoyed that book, and especially when we had Sean on. You know, we 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 had to go back and forth. That was a yeah. We had to go back and forth with him on uh, 
who's the best, the male or the female? A few things. Yes. <laughs> I listened so to that show. You. I actually listened. We said, okay. <laughs> we're going to ask you, do you think okay. that female authors or male authors write the best sex scenes? And why? Um, <laughs> I want to put it like this. I don't think there's a better. I think it's different. Well, sometimes, because sometimes women are more sensual and in-depth where men could be a little more freaky, and so, which I like both. So I would say it depends on the book, you know, so I can't say there's a better between the two because I know when sometimes when I read Shantae Kennerly's things, mm-hmm. I, don't, I didn't even know it was, you know, like some of those stories I didn't even know he wrote them. And when he was like, you know, that's my story, I'm like, wow, I thought a woman wrote that, you know, so it depends. Mm. But, you know, also sometimes that you, you kind of get a chance to, to peek into a man's mind and kind of get an idea of what he may want in certain areas, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, no, I totally, I 100% and, agree and, with you because my he does in certain areas. Mm-hmm. I agree. Exactly. My husband is an author as well. My husband is a charlatan, and he writes urban fiction. And so, um, you know, when he writes, uh, we write different. So his sex scenes are totally different than mine. I'm a little more in depth, and I like the, you know, I get, you know, I can be dirty, but I like the more of the caressing, and the, you know, and he more of, you know, let me flip her over, and you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I completely agree. We write different. Our sex scenes are totally different from each other. <laughs> And all this is what you're in the mood for at the moment. Right, don't send me no inboxes, Sharice. And shout out to Sharice because he writes the type series, and he he does write very on-point sex scenes. However, there are small, Mm -hmm. to me, small handful of male authors that write a sex scene well. Nine times out of ten, because it's so emotional, most men can't be emotional, and sometimes their Mm -hmm. sex scenes seem awkward. Like it's like, yeah, I, agree. It's like, dude, what what happened it's, to just a little something? I mean, you want to be nasty, but you can't be nasty without being sensual. Like it goes hand exactly. in hand. I agree because like sometimes I know if <clears throat> a, a sex scene I've read by a man, it might be a little rough. And me personally, that's not what I I'm into. When I read a sex scene, I want to be enticed. So if the sex scene is mm-hmm. like rough, where he didn't what didn't connect with the um, partner, then I I wouldn't personally like it. You know, and that's mm-hmm. something I told my husband. I yep. said, that sex scene a little longer. You know, if you're gonna uh, flip her over and slap her behind, make sure we're engaged and we like it too. You know, it's a way you mm-hmm. can still draw the reader uh-huh. in if it's a slap it up, flip it scene. Just make sure you draw us in as well. Wow, you know what? It's, it's that, funny that we're on this conversation. At least, you know, at the top of the show, I told you I was reading Peter Max Affiliated too, and I actually happen mm-hmm. to be in the middle of exactly what you ladies are talking about—the central mm-hmm. and the flipping—and uh, but but <laughs> it's a really good scene. You wanted to go on, and he did go on for a bit. But I want to ask you, ladies. Do you notice the difference in those sex scenes when a man is writing from behind the wall as opposed to a man who's out in the street? Have you ever thought about it or looked at it that way? Oh, you see like it's in, a in totally prison? different flavor of their okay. their their sex scenes have a totally different flavor from each other. It's just something mm-hmm. that I've kind of picked up on. Have you ever noticed that? 
No, I've never. I didn't. I've never know if I read a book. I didn't know if the uh, <laughs> if the author was on the wall or not. Or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next time, I'll check it out. Notice the flavor of it, at least. That's something that just uh, came to me today. Mm-hmm. Not I have to every author. I, st- I still will say, not every male author. I, I just have experienced just. I think that. I'm going to say this. If the man is a freak, nine times mm-hmm. out of ten, his sex scenes will be on point because he's in tune. He, he's in mm-hmm. tune with his body. He's in tune with the female's body. He knows how to touch. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, mm-hmm. that's that passion where you have mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. energy. And sometimes with energy, it's just a simple touch. That's all that's needed, mm-hmm. which is part of, you know, being sensual. But some men cannot write a decent sex scene. They write a sex scene and it's all right, mm-hmm. but it's like, dang, you could have did that better. I'm saying if it's gonna be nasty, let it be nasty. If not too nasty, stop us. Let them have some coffee, a little conversation. Let them go to movie. I, I think I'm more so Well, you know, I agree with you to a degree, but because my husband is a writer and um, you know, some of his sex scenes are well, a lot of his sex scenes are straight to the point. And so if a person read his book, they would think, okay, you know, I told him, you know, draw some of the sex scenes out, but that is nowhere near how he is in life. So he'll mm-hmm. caress me and touch me. But when when he's talking about, in his book, Foul Intentions, when he's talking about Tanya, even though he's in love with Tanya, I'm like, make love, you know, to her. You know what I'm saying? And so he mm-hmm. had to learn how to transition you know, making love to the character and, you know, kind of bring the realness into it from our bedroom. You know what I'm right. saying? So I guess it depends on, you know, the writer and how they approach a sex scene. Mhm. Mm-hmm. You know, so. And yeah, everybody brings true. their own style to the table. Yeah. Or to the, or to no. the bed. That's right. <laughs> to the bed. Exactly, to the bed. So I, mean, right. I didn't want him to put our whole, I didn't want him to write, you know, because ch- I have children. I have grown so children. You- Right. And yes, you I do. I have. This is out there, baby. You ain't got to put that all in there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, yeah, we're going to talk about you for a brief second. We appreciate you sharing your wife with us, but I agree with her. It's like, baby, you put everything in there. <laughs> you know, this is everybody eyeballing you. <laughs> no, they don't like reading my sex things. They, read work, they don't like reading my. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like reading our sex scenes, so they say y'all, you know, y'all nasty or whatever. So I, you know, I, I don't, my kids don't read my things anymore. <laughs> just, just don't, don't read them. Just buy them. Don't read them. <laughs> you know, I would tell them, you know, and I tell them, don't think of it as me. Just, you know, try to get into the character. Don't think it's that your mom wrote the book. <laughs> Use your imagination. Now that ain't gonna work. Anymore. She, she just said, come I'm in scarred. like, oh, she's been girl said, I'm scarred. I can't. I 
I can't with y'all. I, I just I just can't handle it. I can't visualize it. I can't, you know, see it happening. This is just I mean, y'all got to put know, up this is embarrassing. Do y'all have to put your name on the front of this? <laughs> we not dead. We just forty, you know. I mean <laughs> How you think you got here, right? Exactly, you know. Right. <laughs> This is life. <laughs> we have so enjoyed having you with us here in the chat room. Please share your social media handles with our listeners so they can follow you and make sure you give that shout out again to your event coming up. I will. Thank you so much for having me again, too. Um, you can um, find me on Facebook, Annetta Gabrielle Hobson. Um, my Twitter, I changed it over. It's AVOC Publishing. We are AVOC Publishing at WordPress. Um, Instagram is author Annetta Hobson um, And like I said the event Is the Motor City Book Experience If you google mm-hmm. it you can find uh, We have MotorCityBookExperience.Weebly.com And also if you um, once we put up The Eventbrite you can also You know put in the Motor City Book Experience And google it and all the information will come up Okay That's awesome That sounds like a great event Lisa. I'm so glad you're going to be able to attend <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I wanted her to come this yeah. year, but she Damn, said, I, I heard I it on just... Sean's show said she's going to be out of town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I went to Atlanta. Yeah, I did. I what heard you said when you uh, talked to Sean Sinclair. Yes, it was July. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I think I was in Atlanta in July. Girl, I don't know. I think I'm traveling every month. I'll be gone. <laughs> But, you know, it, it was been a really good experience, though, going to different events and, and meeting mm-hmm. different authors. Mm-hmm. And I got to experience, I went to um, the BDSM Writers Con in New York because one of my authors writes BDSM. And, well, you know, first time you, you like, look, that's because that's that slap me, beat me, pull my hair. And I was mm-hmm. like, look, I don't know. I don't know. So I was just, I'm going to go because I got to, you know. But I'm just telling you, I don't know about this. But when I got there, it was not what I expected. Like, it was mm-hmm. totally, totally different. And mm-hmm. I think any author should go to that, especially if you write sex scenes, if you're a romance author, any author mm-hmm. should go because it really teaches you how to be rough and sensual. At the, and it, it just mm-hmm. and I'm gonna fifty shades of gray fan, awesome so I definitely would love to go. <laughs> Say that again. I I'm said I'm gonna fifty shades of gray fan, so I would love to win. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your mind, you would get there, and your mind would be like, "Look, I could do this. They could do this. They could." Just your mind just starts moving when you just because they have all these different workshops. Your mind will start moving. It'll start saying, "Wow, that will work mm-hmm. with this, that, and the other." Ooh, I could throw that in there. You would just allow your creative juices to really, really, really flow. Mm-hmm. Is it mm-hmm. an annual? Is it annual? Yeah, it's twice a year. It's one in um, March, which is in Seattle, Washington, or near Seattle, Washington, and one in New York. And that's in August. I'm normally I'm close to the one in um, New York in August. But even mm-hmm. like they use, they show you how to use a flogger. They show you different kind of floggers. And you know they talk about 
a mind they talk about mind fuck. So what a mind fuck is is really what we do every day. Just fucking with somebody's mm-hmm. mind. But it talks mm-hmm. about the way you do it. And so they do he did a the guy did a nice play scene. And in the nice mm-hmm. play scene he kinda showed how they mind fuck. It's like you can visit visibly they allow them to visibly see the knife and feel the knife before they cover their eyes. And then they wow. replace the knife with the the end of like one of those teeth uh, forks because it's still kind of sharp. Mhm. And they don't have a clue. And they still you still feel them cringing you because they think because what they saw was the knife or if they have that if they're beating them or hitting them with a the flogger, they just do it a mm-hmm. little bit like a little snap to make it seem like they hit him a little harder and he pulled out a rag and I thought the girl was bleeding but she wasn't he already had blood on the rag and he just dropped it in front of her face so she he smeared it on her back and shoulder then he dropped it in Mm -hmm. front of her face so that she could see it and Mm -hmm. that helped her process it to say okay Mm -hmm. I got hurt but she processed the way you know processed it a little better but I'm just saying that or how they play, they call everything a scene. And how they, mm-hmm. they do kinky play in public. And we don't we could think it's cute. You know how you see couples together and we're like, Oh, they're so cute but a lot of times <laughs> they could be that's kinky play. It's like you can't eat, you know, until I feed you. And when somebody doesn't know what it is, it's like, Oh, she feeds her man. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to feed him. That's just so sweet. But we don't know that that's a dominant, submissive situation, and he can't eat unless she feeds him anyway. Wow, I'm I would love y'all. to go to that. <laughs> Interesting. I'm going to post yeah. a flyer on my page, so if y'all want to attend, there's two of them, one in Everett and one in New York. But it's just the stuff that you learn. I've met. Um, dominatrix, I met submissives like this lady had this thing around her neck, I was like wow and I thought it it was a choker and I thought you know because we wear that as style I was like oh that is gorgeous but it was like a leash Mm. (laughs) I was like ooh I really want that and I was like that's gorgeous it was really nice it looked like a little choker she you know, it matched. It was like an accessory, but it was a leech. I was like, "Wow!" Well, All right, now. <laughs> okay. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you learn some of everything here on this chat. <laughs> I appreciate well, you guys you. having I'm me today. You. Thank you so we, much. We and appreciate you. Thank that, you. Um, I just wanted to also say that I do write under a pen name, Shaylin Amador, and you also can find her on Twitter and Facebook as well. I write under the name. Again, Shaylin Amador. Shaylin. So, oh, you got to tell us what she writes. We're going to have to cover um, eyes. What she write about. <laughs> yes, that's kind of my get loose. You know, I write loose oh. things under her name. Oh, she gets loose. So, and then a lot of my, a lot of my. See, I get loose, and then under I write urban fiction under her name as well. All right, now is she on? Say she has her own Facebook page. <laughs> yes, she do. <laughs> yes, she does. It's under Shaylin Amador and Twitter. Man, I'm sorry. Say that again. How are you spelling it? We gonna have to get our one click though. 
Right, yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. Let me get our one click though. <laughs> it's C H A L Y N Amador A M A D O R E. Oh, all right now. We love those uh, multiple personalities. <laughs> Y'all got a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm a writer. Well, yeah. That's great. Thank you guys awesome. again. Well, we we Thank gonna check her out, and if I have to cover my eyes, I'm getting your inbox like, "What was going on on page 65? <laughs> <laughs> Try Candy Rain. Candy Rain is one of my first urban ones under that. That one is wild. It's a short read. It's a short read as well. It's it's called Candy Rain. I wrote it, uh, co-wrote it with my husband, the Charlatan. Oh, okay. Okay, then. okay. Seventeen. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm Ain't on her page now. Let me let me. <laughs> let, okay. Well, I know I'll be doing the rest of Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so we much. We're joining us. House and get loose. <laughs> yeah, appreciate and nobody don't even you know and me. your yeah. husband are welcome back anytime. <laughs> Thank Absolutely. you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity, you guys. You're so welcome. We appreciate y'all. <laughs> when you roll out your more information about Motor City Experience, make sure you tag me so I can share it. Will do. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay, you have a great You're evening, welcome. great weekend, Miss Amador. <laughs> you guys, you guys as well. Right. <laughs> okay. Bye bye. Like, that is her. <laughs> Good night. That's how we. That's how we end in the show tonight with Miss Commodore. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, make sure y'all go out there and get the one click going. We have some fabulous, fabulous guests on today. They all have fabulous reads out. The type series. If you have not read that series, that. Book one is on sale. Make sure you go out and pick up Shakima Gaskin's new book, um, Annetta Hobson's new uh, her book that's out. Uh, but make sure you pick up that sex therapy because I'm telling y'all I have it. And all the authors that is in that book, I'm telling y'all it's it's a, it's, a, it's a treat. That's a treat right there. Yeah. So if you like the yes. good look, little naughty treat, don't read it. I'm telling y'all, don't read it in front of people. Don't read it on the bus and you've got to be looking over your shoulders. You know the nosy people nope. that stare behind you. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're not it's reading a- it with the kids, sitting in their room. And just have a nice, nice red cup filled with your choice of, of beverage next to you. <laughs> and a fan. That's right. You're going to need yeah. all those things. I have a fan. You're going to need them for something. <laughs> we appreciate you guys. We will see you guys next week. Next week we will have a Wednesday show. We have three fabulous authors, um, Dewan Moss, Ty Marshall, and B. Abby are going to be all here kicking it in the chat room with us. We appreciate you guys, and we will see you guys next week. We're going to roll Good night, out everybody. Little, uh, since since, since uh, she kicked it off, we're going to roll out with a little old school. We appreciate y'all. Good night. Good night.
Amen. 